Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Yo, 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 it's the Ring of Honor post show. Also, the Impact Wrestling post show. Definitely stick around after that. It's your boy, Righteous Reg, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster. Joined today, shout out to my homegirl, Kate, who is on vacation. So, the homeboy, SP3, is here in the building to help out with the Ring of Honor post show. Always talking about Ring of Honor. So, this makes the most sense. How are you today, my bro? I am doing well. The the rod building of the Fightful <laughs> ROH review is back. Here to take the kids on a ski trip. I come through unlike the white version. The black version is here, which is unlike a lot of stereotypes out there. I'm a good black father. Shout outs to Will Washington, another great black father. But yes, shout out to Nami. (laughs) We're here to discuss the (laughs) Ring of Honor. I don't know how I always go down these rabbit holes, but here we are. It happens off rip every single time. And I appreciate it. That's why you're here, and that's why the game is the game. Very long Ring of Honor show today. They were like, here's like 12 matches or something right now for you guys to watch. SP3, when they do this, it's like some of the, we get to some of the matches and I'm like, they could have probably this one. They could have probably this one. Everything would have probably flowed a little bit better. I always wonder why they pack it like this. And then some weeks it's only an hour and 15. What do you think the reasoning behind putting 12 matches on this show is, in your opinion? I think a whole bunch of people show up to to the show that day and, and and they just go, "Hey, we got a whole bunch of people here. Are they all going to get matches?" Yup. We got we got we got to fill some ring of honor. We going to fill it up. We going this is going to be a jam-packed ring of honor show. The I, only I, thing that I feel that contradicts that is in this show John Cruz is here. Also somebody else it's like okay 
He gets two matches. Why wouldn't that? I don't. Okay. I'm all right. Well, I'll let it go. We'll let it pass. I, I, you, you know, you know what's funny is that when I'm watching the John Cruz matchup, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> 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 it was like one of those moments. It was like, wait, wait a minute. Like, we, you telling me, you telling me, okay, this is the, they're probably not using the same guy anymore, right? No, 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 Yeah. No. No. Yep. Mm-hmm. But regardless of that, there was some good action here. I think they are trying to do a lot to advance specifically the women's television championship division and the men's television championship division also. I think there are some things that happened here. The most exciting thing I think for me is that the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships are back here on the show for however long we get to have them. I don't care however long it is. It's great for me. It was the end. They were in the main event. So I felt good about that beyond that being a long show. How did you kind of feel about the show before we get into it? Yeah, I think that ring of honor has a couple of things that are like really good right now that are can can kind of be like the driving forces to get people to watch the the product like your Athena and Nyla Rose. I think they're doing good job at building that feud as well as the Dalton Castle and Johnny mm-hmm. TV. And like you said, the the Ring of Honor Women's Television Tournament as far as like letting us know who the contenders are, who are the people that we should right. keep an eye on for, who's the ones gaining momentum before the tournament starts. And then they have the little stories outside of that. So I like those things but like you like you said when you have a 12 match card (laughs) on a show there's a lot of filler and a lot of fluff but i do like some other things that they're doing like lower on the card like the whole uh maria's uh baby boys versus uh the the spanish announce uh uh party or people Mm -hmm. i don't know I don't know mm-hmm. sap something yeah. something or another but yeah they're, <laughs> they're building actually lower card feuds and that's yes. a different for them they don't always do that like the last time i remember them doing a non-title tag team feud had to be like the kingdom versus darius and action andretti right so, i like it. yeah i think that's probably the coolest thing that's happening in ring of honor is they're focusing on that but specifically in the women's division they're telling like three or four stories we're getting like In this giant card, we are getting a bunch of women's matches, too. So that is the good thing to kind of come along at the end of this. So, yeah, we started the show with the tag team match in the tag team division with the Righteous. They stole my name. I want my royalties. I want my money back. One day, I'm going to let y'all keep cooking. But eventually, I'm going to come from what's mine. They took on and have a dope music video. Yo, imagine Righteous Reg. And, and Vincent, and right there, you you need to do some rap li- lyrics over their music. Oh my god, it would be the illest music video all of all time. Okay, we need, we need super chats for for all of that. All of that. Look, That's the good. money is being made around here, and SP3 is the one dishing it out. Look, I it sounds great to me. I love it. Uh, you guys, if you guys want to have this all squared away, I forget about my name being represented by y'all. And we could just do this together and be the complete righteous. I'll join the righteous, put on all white, and it'll be dope. The righteous took on this felt like a, if you guys know independent wrestling around the St. Louis area, a lot of this was St. Louis. So this felt like shout out to the homie Van Twinblade. This felt like ROH versus Glory Pro for a lot of this show. Uh, in the first match, it was the righteous taking on a friend of the righteous Reg realm and the BW 500 Camaro Jackson and Anaya. They uh, had a really good showing here. The St. Louis crowd, like I said, they know about their wrestlers. They have a very strong scene out there. 
um, a lot of them were on display here. And the crowd lets you know that we are here to support our St. Louis people. The Righteous ended up getting the victory. I think coming into the ROH tag team title division now, having all these kind of established tag teams already just kind of on waiting for the kingdom is great. The Righteous have a stake in here because they had to be in an awful two-on-one match with MJF. So they deserve something for that ridiculousness. And I think establishing them back in, they got Lance Archer kind of kicking in the background too, is a great spot here. How you felt about it? Yeah, I thought this was a good opener to kind of set them up as one of the the people that are gunning for the kingdom. And plus, there's also mm-hmm. the the added story of Vincent being a former member of the kingdom and really right. getting a start in Ring of Honor behind uh, Matt Taven and the feud they had in the latter stages of Ring of Honor was the whole reason why Bennett and Taven reunited uh, during that last run of Ring, Ring of Honor under Sinclair. So I like that the Righteous are picking up wins. They're gaining momentum i like the you know featuring the the independent talent out in st louis and that crowd on collision i mentioned that on on our collision review was very good and i thought they were good for this match as well yeah and the righteous were one of the original people being like adam cole's full of shit like off rip like when people were when the before the devil stuff they were the ones like yo adam cole is lying to y'all so they got something in this tying it in with the the kingdom i think is going to be a really good way to go um uh, we followed up with the native beast she was kind of all over this show nyla rose causing wreckage causing havoc i love this they do this in AEW slash Ring of Honor where they have these kind of established talents who aren't getting the opportunities or maybe not the opportunities, but just like there's an overload of talent on their main show. So they'll send them over to Ring of Honor to cook. And Nyla Rose is perfect, I think, for this situation because she's an established talent that people know and love no matter what she's over. So bringing her in here to mingle with the division and ultimately have this match with Athena I think is great she was here in a match with Lainey Luck it was a Nyla Rose match she's been adding in comedy to her matches too which has been hilarious she did this fake 619 bit in this match and uh, the 703 the 703 is what she (laughs) called it and she uh just is talking to the camera and engaging and just like when Nyla Rose is on screen, she commands everything. And this is what this match was about. Ended it with the Nyla Rose bomb, the beast bomb. And I think that them establishing her as a contender here is a great move because Athena kind of cleaned out the division over here in Ring of Honor. Yeah, and I you kind of saw that towards the end of last year after Final Battle that they kept like putting it or really at Final Battle was the start of it because mm-hmm. I think on the pre-show you had uh, you had uh, Taya get a win and then you had on the show uh, Nyla Rose beat Burt Vixen so you started it started seeing that there they started building that and now they've kind of really started the Nyla and Athena rivalry with that attack and that great segment that they did two weeks ago at the at the gym when. Nyla surprised her with the surprise bitch. So that was great. <laughs> that was great to pull that one out, which should, I mean, if they they need to make new t-shirts for that catchphrase, that, that's just great stuff that Nyla pulls out. And I think that this rivalry is has great potential because you already see that Nyla Rose is just so charismatic and we yeah. want to see her on the screen. So I like the fact that she is doing what I call the OG triple OG of doing this is Tyson Kidd. 
of yeah. being on the main roster and taking step down and going to the lower brand and feeling like a bigger star. And that instantly what Nyla Rose feels like in Ring of Honor. Yeah, that's kind of the thing that I like about Ring of Honor is like, we all kind of have this preconceived conception of what we think it is. Like some people have long, rich histories. We do ourselves here, SP3, yeah. of what we think it should be with the history, what it is. And really, it's just like, a brand for people kind of to get reps. Somebody was talking about it in the chat with the loss of AW dark and the loss of AW dark elevation. They try to get me out of here online. When I said that ring of honor is the new version of that. Realistically, it's a place for them to get reps. That's not dynamite or collision. And some people are as Ethan page has been going hard about here to not just have a little side project going on. They're going to go 100% for Ring of Honor. And I think Nyla Rose is showing that she's doing that too, which I think is very dope. And um, they haven't gave it the stigma of dark yet where you can't yes. tell stories or right. people won't give, give it an attempt to care about you telling a story on dark after a certain point. They haven't mm -hmm. had, had that on Ring of Honor because they've always at least had one or two stories going on. So it gives people like Ethan Page the opportunity to tell his story with Tony Nese. And now he's getting into the title picture. And now you got Nyla Rose going up against Athena and everything Athena's done in Ring of mm -hmm. Honor becoming the face of the division so it's great that this is a place that this roster is just so robust that they have to put a couple of these people on <laughs> ring of honor they're like we don't have a choice we have too many great wrestlers you have to go over there because we don't have space which is a great space to exist in for a pro wrestling company i don't know how to wrestlers but some of them are probably like but i want to be over there and like you know just take what opportunity you got and go run with it uh next up we had a. Uh, Bay Area favorite out of San Jose, California. Aaron Solo. We haven't seen Aaron Solo on TV much often uh, post QT Marshall being uh, affiliated with uh, AEW. So it's good to see him here. I think he's a very talented wrestler who deserves a little bit more. He took on a very talented, making his mark here in Ring of Honor, Zach Knight, who I think has been surprising me, SP3, legit every other week with his progression and how he kind of works. The brother is quick. The brother can strike. The brother gets it. Nice footwork. Uh, kind of understands everything, what it is to have like a, just a good basic wrestling match, get a crowd that's not all the way in there all the time, kind of back into it. I thought the way that him and Solo were just striking it out, having a who's faster, who's younger, who's doper match was super fun. Uh, Zach Knight ended it with a nice elbow, just taking Solo out. Um, I think that him coming in and not trying to ride too much off the backs of who he is and who his family is, I think is important. Just like, no, this is just a, a great wrestler getting an opportunity, having fun. How'd you feel about it? Yeah, I like this matchup. I thought that uh, Knight, he looked really good. His strikes just look very, very strikes? snug, very yes. stiff. Like, I, I like that. It, it makes him stand out on this roster. And I thought Aaron Solo was good, like, bumping around for him. He had good heat. His offense looked good. So this uh, worked out to be a pretty fun matchup. I think long term, though, I think the thing for Knight is when he's, you know, gets more reps on Ring of Honor, eventually he can get a role on the AEW 
AEW roster, whether it be mm-hmm. in an act with his sister, Soraya, or if Tony looks over in the ref pro, because I hate to tell y'all, the best night in wrestling in this family is not in AEW. It's Uh-oh. in Red Pro. It's in Red <laughs> Pro right now. RKJ, RKJ, yeah. they need to pick him up ASAP right. because they can have a whole night family kind of faction right now. Teaming those two guys up, I think, yeah. would be a big hit, honestly, with how it's going right now, especially if they're going to keep Knight over here in Ring of Honor with the tag team division with how it's going. Like, yo, we might be making some money out here. Y'all need to go be looking at Rev Pro because beyond Knight, they are cooking a lot. That's another story for another day, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we had a match that SB3 said he was excited about. It was Cole Carter and Griff Garrison taking on I Will Never Call Them That. Shout out to Joel and uh, Jose Maximo, the real Spanish announced team. I hate it. I still hate that they call it that. So stop it. But it was Serpentico and Angelico in a match. Uh, they've been building, like you said, this this has been a side story for Ring of Honor for a number of episodes now. Maria uh, has been playing a nice role being in there. I still don't know why she did that theme thing a couple weeks ago. They kind of forgot about it, I think, but I think they're going to bring it back. Um, these guys work well together, I think, beyond everything. Um, they've had some singles matches. We laughed really hard last time you were on here at that backstage segment where they, they came fell. falling in. <laughs> so they've been telling this story for a while. Uh, very, you know, this was a Ring of Honor match, I think, with the new Ring of Honor and how they're establishing it and the new characters that they're trying to get over, Cole Carter, Griff Garrison, Serpentico, and Angelico are playing a big role in establishing a subset of what this kind of brand represents. So I think them building that and having that is really, really dope. Uh, The ending saw uh, Cole Carter taking off Serpentico's mask, and then Griff Garrison hit him with the rolling elbow to the back. One, two, three. How do you feel about... Carter and Garrison. I think I asked you about this last time. Have they gotten more over to you with this story? Um, I will say that yeah, it feels like that. They got good heat on the you know the stealing of the mass and the attack after the matchup. Uh, for from what I heard, because there wasn't a lot of people there uh, at that point. Um, but but from what I heard, they from the people that were there, it got good heat. Uh, but. Man, how many times did Maria need to get on that apron? I'm like, saying, Jesus Christ! I was she keeps like, thinking of that Carl Anderson gift. She's like, "Let's do it again. Let's do it again." Like, I don't think it's working anymore. I, I was like, I was like, Nah, nah. <laughs> let's not do that that many times. It was like it was like missed time. Like she had to do it again, and she did it a third time. I was like, What are we doing? Get to the point. What's the point? I thought we edit this show too, dude. Let's like edit that part out. Just get the last one. I was like, what is going on? But I I like the fact he took off the mask. That's how he gets the win. It gets good heat on them. They seem like they can play the cocky, young, kind of Eminem type tag team. Yes, I'm aging myself with all these references that I'm making. All right, we're grandpas on this show, I guess. (laughs) Johnny KRS1. I'm I'm talking about Johnny Nitro with Johnny TVs on the same episode. They're the new version of Eminem. Okay. Without Melina doing splits. Melina's the mom I like it. I like it. I think they are in need for a gear change. They just look too basic. Like, in that's not 
they, I think they're better than what their gear represents. If if that makes any sense, you know, what they, I mean? they need matching gear. I don't yeah. know, the, not just the matching colors because they right. still feel like two individuals that are put together. If they have the matching gear, I think that will also help them. And it also helps with the whole gimmick that they're trying to get across. Cause commentary was going heavy on getting across that all oh, their team are coming together. Right. And, and then, like, <laughs> all of this, like they were going hard. Oh, Maria's baby boys, Maria's, like they, they announced it, didn't even announce them as Maria's baby's boys. That's like commentary. Yeah. Ian and, and uh, Caprice going into business for themselves, giving them the tag team name Maria's baby boys. So have them dress alike. Have your baby maybe, boys dress alike. Maybe thinking about it, it's really just Griff Garrison's gear. You got to get some elbow pads or some knee pads yeah. or something, man. It looks like you look naked out there a little bit. Like I see, I understand. Like I get it. Like there's a market, there's a look. But maybe just switch it up a little bit. I because it like, takes me out. It's like it's like early days Chuck Palumbo. Yeah, very, exactly. Very early days Chuck Palumbo. And, and it's even like Chuck, Chuck realized I got to put on some knee pads. I mean, look what they <laughs> did to him. They were like, "All right, I guess we'll put you with Billy Gunn." It's crazy out here. <laughs> Nobody comes to WWE. I'm talking about WCW Chuck Palumbo when he didn't have the uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Then when he came to WWE, it was like, "Let's just use some elbow." Pads when he was running with me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the wrestler meet the, before he the was meet prime yeah, time <laughs> players. All the references. Wow, like, oh. we are taking them back. They're like, what are these fools talking about? Above talking average about Mike Sanders. The end of WCW, the new blood. It's crazy. Those are some wild times, man. Things like if you started watching WCW in like '95 and '96, and what it ended up being in 2000, you're like, how did in four years do you? Another story for another day. Let's move on. We're back in Ring of Honor. <laughs> uh, next up, we had the Outrunners, a very popular tag team. I like how they had focused on tag team wrestling here. The Outrunners, I think, are... I don't know if they... Do they need a win, SB3? The, the Outrunners, I think that they are like... They're kind of like 2.0. I think they are okay. going to be as over as they're going to be. So they don't need that many wins. Okay. Yeah. See, that's kind of how I let, like, it's like these guys, what they represent, they're over in, in, you know, who they are, but like, do they ever need to win? They took on homie Willie Mack and the, every time I see it, it's always funny. The GCW world champion, Blake Christian, and a really fun match. I think, <clears throat> I think that these guys, uh, Randomly putting Willie Mack and Blake Christian together is interesting. It happens on Ring of Honor here where they're like, all right, we have two fun wrestlers that people like. Let's pair them together and see how it works out. They're trying to overload this tag team division. That's why I'm like, does a should they have put a makeshift tag team of Christian and Willie Mack over the outrunners like they did here? I, I Willie Mack and Blake Christian are really over and they should get these victories here, especially with how they're building them up in Ring of Honor. But should they have beat the established tag team, who I think would make more sense to maybe start putting them over so they can also help the division? I, I think it's because they're setting up babyface tag teams for, right, for right, the, right, the right. kingdom right now. So mm -hmm. they keep the kingdom getting their heat, being the heel tag team champions. I think they need to set up some of these makeshift tag teams to get a couple, a couple of wins, get some momentum. And Willie Mack and, uh, and Blake Christian kind of played that role here. Or as I'm calling them, Mack Hart. Mac Hart. Okay, that's not not that bad. That's a pretty good tag team, man, for the guys. Um, yeah, they got the victory here, and I think that – Blake Christian is interesting because I think he could 
really get over over here if they kind of invested in them. It seems like they're they're interesting in them. This show today, they put over some people that they don't usually put over. It was interesting yeah. in some of the results, and that's how I felt about this one. Um, next up, they've been doing these multi-women matches uh, the last couple weeks. I think we had an eight-women tag match last week. This week, we got a six-woman tag match. It was Lady Frost, Kira Hogan, Trisha Dora taking on Taya Valkyrie, Layla Gray, and Diamante. All these ladies are contenders for the Ring of Honor Women's Television Championship. So they keep putting them in matches together to kind of show you what stories they want to tell moving forward, get you used to these ladies working together, and just kind of prep us for what this – they haven't even announced if it's going to be a tournament or what it's going to be for this championship. I, we're just all kind of assuming that it's going to be a tournament because they're introducing us to the ladies in the match. Uh, this was great, I thought. All these ladies are really fantastic in their roles. Uh, the heels got the win here, which I thought was interesting. Maybe off the backs of the baby faces getting the win a couple weeks ago. Taya, I think it maybe makes even more sense that Taya's getting a shot against Diona on Dynamite. That probably makes the most sense as to why their team won. But the role that she's playing here, I like that they're reestablishing her because she's a main event woman's talent like when she came in and they weren't making her one of the most you know top women of the promotion i was like well taya is a world champion like around the world they yeah. should do it <clears throat> now they're doing it they put her with johnny tv who has been tremendous in his role with dalton castle which we'll talk about a little bit later but uh yeah i think they're kind of established taya again putting her in there with diona uh this week i think it's going to be great for her brand great for both of their brands uh, how did you feel about this women match? Because these women are the ones coming up. Trish being the one to take the pin. I still don't know what the hell they're doing with Trisha Dora. Another story. I could talk for five hours on this podcast about what they're doing. It's like Trisha Dora is the new Willow Nightingale. <sighs> like she getting the Willow treatment of 2023 right now. Like that. That's how it feels. But Trisha Dora was hey. the MVP of this damn matchup. She, I thought when she came in, she brought a lot of energy to this matchup. All of her suplexes, that the German suplex from her knees, was the highlight of this matchup for me. I like the uh, the heel side getting the win, and I like it uh, being Diamante who got the win. Even though I thought it would make more sense if Taya got the win because you know. You right or some momentum before she versus Deanna Parazzo. but so we'll see how that how that works out but I, I agree with you I I love the fact Taya and Johnny TV were on Dynamite this week because instantly when they were on screen together I was like yeah this works for it both works. of them that like yeah. people need to realize those two together are the best for both of them their best yeah. runs of their career like if right. you look at Taya impact her being the mm -hmm. longest reigning knockouts world champion. Who was that alongside? Johnny. Yeah. Her in Lucha Underground when she came up and became a star over there. Next to Johnny. Triple yeah. A when Johnny came over there, her career went to the next level. Like everywhere mm -hmm. they go, the only place that didn't do that was WWE. And we saw how that went for her. So let's just, Tony, guys, let's just put her with Johnny and instantly. They have instant chemistry. They are like the Earth 2 Seth and Becky of a married couple that has 100% chemistry, unlike Becky and Seth, who have no chemistry together on screen. Yeah, exactly. They should never be a screen, an on-screen uh, couple 
opposite of what Johnny TV and Ty represent, and especially with Johnny TV. He the confidence that he has standing next to Taya is like you have to. Why would you not put him next to her in every situation? Like he's not like this in any other situation. He's one hundred percent him, the best he wants to be when he's next to her. Put him next to her every time. That's just a winning formula. They figured it out, I think. Good. Uh, later in the show, we might as well get into it. Later in the show. Oh, uh, my God. This is the, <laughs> I'm going to preface this, segment of the show. The best part of Definitely the show. segment of the show. <laughs> Lexi Nair is backstage with Jerry Lynn. They're going to, you know, get into some ROH business. Dalton Castle in the background is running into a locker room door. Lexi's like, yo, Dalton, what the hell are you doing? Dalton's like, again, I have to get Johnny TV. He's ruining my life. I'm breaking down this door right now to kick his ass. Jerry Lynn's like, you can't come in. To rip his face off. To rip his face off. Jerry Lynn's like, you can't interrupt interviews, dude. I'm talking, conducting business here. He's hysterical, Dalton Castle is, so Jerry Lynn has to slap him. Immediately after, Johnny TV comes out and says, you can't face me until you're TV ready. Johnny TV hits a split. and He said, said, I got a split. I got a split. He hits a split and is dragged out backwards while in split formation. Split, drag, back. You have to see it with your own eyes. Another week in a row, Johnny TV steals the thing. Last week he was doing parkour randomly. This week he glides out like James Brown. SB3, what? These guys don't have a championship. They just got time, and they are having one of the best feuds of Ring of Honor. What is this? We have, folks, uh, the replacement for Athena and Billy Starks is Dalton Castle and Johnny TV, which is the highlight (laughs) every week now because Dalton, Dalton, first of all, Dalton Castle coming out. Like, I just explained it to people that knew who Dalton Castle was, but not watching Ring of Honor. And I was like, yeah, Dalton does the same entrance, but he's depressed and he's eating a sandwich and it instantly made someone want to watch it. Like, that's how good this stuff is. It's Eat so good. If you understand Dalton Castle's character and you see this big change to him and you see the effect Jody's having on him and then the backstage segment, the inclusions of Alexi Nair, who's one of their best backstage like interviewers that they've ever had in AEW Ring of Honor. It's just all LCU. happening backstage, too, is the craziest part, as people. Like, yeah. they haven't even been in the ring. This isn't even really about a match. These guys are doing skits and shenanigans, and I'm 100% invested. I'm all here for it. Uh, give me more of this, but the split. Oh, my God. I was like, <laughs> wait, how did he do that? Like, I had to rewind it back. I was like, wait, how did he do that? <laughs> I want to know who pitched this idea. I have so many questions. So <laughs> like, many okay, questions. I'll come out and then I'll say I got a split, then I'll do a split, and I'll just go backwards out of there. And then Tayo will come out with her face and say, ha ha, this was amazing. 100% 10 out of 10. Whoever booked it, great job. Just a, just a great way to continue these guys' feud with these skits, and they're knocking out of the park. Dalton Castle was like trying to get an Oscar at this point. It's, it's nuts. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. I love it. I love it. They have so much chemistry together, too. So, yeah. This has been great. And like I said, no championship. This is just vibes. That's what's great about these two guys. Uh, next up, we had a promo with Rachel Ellering and Layla Hirsch. They're talking about, again, like I said, the Ring of Honor television, women's television championship. Um, they're talking strategies. Rachel Ellering got a little snide comment of, I know how to beat you because I've been watching you. Or the best way to beat you is someone who's been watching you and knows your every move. They ended up getting sushi together. This was, how do you feel about this little story that they're telling? There's a side story too with Maria who hasn't been as involved the last couple of weeks. But where do you see, where does this land with you? I, I'm okay with the story. I'm not like, I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm just fine <laughs> with it. Yeah. I think both ladies are very talented in the ring. But like I just said, the Dalton and Johnny TV and Daya okay. segment, so much chem- so much chemistry, so much charisma on the on the screen. And then there was this segment. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, exactly. You see that, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, this is like chemistry, the max. Like, these guys could be married together forever. And then you see the total opposite of that of like, oh, these two people are together. Yeah. This, oh, this, 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 I was, I was like, wow. Like, oh, I know why Maria was involved because she was like the glue holding this. Yeah, she was the one that was bringing the the charisma into this whole thing. And uh, I mean, they didn't really even finish that part of the story. They just kind of, no, oh, oh, Layla realized she was a jerk. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Maria just stopped showing that up. It. That was it. Like, there was no payoff to that. It was <laughs> Maria. Oh my God, Maria's a horrible person. Oh, well, let's stop hanging out with her. Okay, That's, yeah, all right. She's not our thing. friend. She's been lying to her. All right, cool. All right, you're right. You're, you know what? You're right. We should just be friends. Okay, cool. Man, Very silly. I, would, I don't know. I wish it was like. I wish life was that simple, man. That would Seriously. be great. Yeah, yeah. Just like oh, three weeks ago we were best friends. Now I don't know that person. <laughs> I don't think it works like that, but in wrestling it does. Uh, next up, we had a six-man tag. It was the Iron Savages and Jack Jameson. They're good. You, you know what they talk about, butts and Titty City, and Titty City, and all the things. But they're always talking about each other when they're. It's an interesting and, and, and thing. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They took on the Infantry and Lee Johnson. The Infantry is so interesting because it keeps feeling like they want to push them and like. The way that they're presented, I love it. Their entrance, the, how they look, everything. I thought them being with Trish, loved all of it. Some weeks they want them to be contenders and people that we care about. And then other weeks it feels like they don't. They're just like kind of representing the same thing that the Outrunners do, which sounds crazy as hell. So I just, uh, I don't know. And then also Lee Johnson, who I thought, they were building him up. And then that week when Christopher Daniels beat him and I was like, what? I don't, I, I, I don't understand what happened here. They're trying to, I think, establish them back. I don't know what they're doing with the ROH six man championships. I don't know what's going on here, but Lee Johnson and the infantry got the win. Lee Johnson has been improving tremendously. Like I continue to say every single week, he looks great. I think he could be put into one of these title contentions maybe even the pure championship wherever that is existing in the world he could be put into any of these divisions and i think kind of shine and the infantry need to be in the tag team division give them some more to do yeah give them a feud i thought they did really well with the kingdom feud that they did uh right. last year so just give them something to sink their teeth into like the lower card teams have them feud with maria's baby boys next if you have to so yeah there's stuff for them to do i was really impressed with uh carly bravo here i thought he was really mm -hmm. good when he came in for his hot tag i thought he was the standout and i thought he even looked better to me than uh, lee johnson in this one so i would love to see uh carly bravo get more opportunities more reps even maybe in some singles matches uh yeah carly bravo i think has been improving another one that's been improving tremendously and the confidence that he has it grows every single week and i think his confidence is on max right now that's why it's shining out on the screen they might have to give carly a couple of the singles runs too because i think he has something even more to show than what he's just been showing with the infantry and shout out to the captain of course always the best the greatest of all time um next up we had a women's match 
Red Velvet they're establishing also for this women's television division. I think since she's been back SP3, she's been legit cooking in every single match. They put her in positions for a reason. And I think that she's matured and grown into this veteran role off of this injury, which I think is amazing. She took on Heather Reckless here. Heather Reckless has been uh, featured on Ring of Honor a couple times. She's an independent wrestling standout. Um, Red Velvet has been utilizing the old Trouble in Paradise. She's a big New Day fan, and we, as we all are. Uh, and I think that her new little finisher is pretty impressive, and everything that she's representing right now is impressive. If she won the television championship, I wouldn't be mad one bit. I think her coming on having one of these Kyle Fletcher type of runs where every week she just has a dope match would be good for her brand. Yeah, she's and she's one of those kind of day one AEW uh, ladies on this roster. So I like right. that she's over here. She's someone that I wouldn't even mind challenging Athena for the AEW Women's World Championship. Awesome. So I like her picking up the win here. And I love her using Trouble in Paradise and calling it <laughs> in the mix. That is awesome. <laughs> SOS, baby. <laughs> I love it. It's a great move. And shout out to Kofi Kingston. He's one of the greatest of all times. Uh, next up, we had our homegirl, Nyla Rose, is back, causing havoc backstage. For some reason, Lexi interrupts Nyla, dumping all of Athena's gear into a trash can because she said we're doing some spring cleaning. Uh, Nyla believes that Athena's gone forever. She's never coming back. She took her out at the gym. And Nyla doesn't think anything of Athena. She thinks that's the last of her. And Lexi's like, yo, no, you're tripping. Like, Lexi's standing up to Nyla, which I think is crazy. Like, yo, Nyla's going to murder you. Lexi, why are you doing this? But that's how down Lexi is for her minionship and her homie Billy Starks and Athena. An intern or somebody comes in trying to interrupt Nyla, and she tricks him into standing on a table. No, it was the cameraman. Remember? Oh, it was the cameraman. Yeah. She tells tells Lexi, she says, Lexi, go, go. Yeah, I'm like, what? I turned down around for two seconds. I'm like, who is this guy? She tricks the cameraman into getting on a table to take a photo from the top of a table, and then she power bombs it through a table. I can't believe he fell for that. Uh, it's just like she wanted to do the ceiling challenge, and then she and then he says it's pretty ups- unsafe up there. She says, "Yeah, I know." Throw <laughs> <laughs> the table. Nyla Rose was awesome in this segment. Oh, this was the second best segment of the second night. Best oh, segment. The, the, the best segments of the night were all like you said, Reg. All backstage. Backstage. Oh, Somebody, backstage. whoever's producing backstage, is really cooking. Nyla Rose power bombs the cameraman through the table calls out billy starks i mean billy starks is on alert right now you better tell athena to come back and watch her back because if nyla rose is after you that does she not says she's the new good. minion overlord yeah she, TM. She, she trademarked it she took the reins of athena's job athena rightfully is out having a vacation she's the mvp of ring of honor has been for a long time but you're going to want to come back and help your people because it's getting scary out here. That same person that Nyla Rose called out, Billy Starks, is here in action next against another St. Louis standout. Big fan. The crowds were into her. Tootie Lynn, another Glory Pro standout. If you guys haven't seen Tootie Lynn, she's tremendous. One, It's heart and soul. You would get into her match and want her to win more than anything. But Billy Starks is on a mission. If Nyla Rose is after you, you have to be 100%. You have to be watching your back, and you have to be on point. She wins here with the Starks Swanton Bomb uh, to get the victory. Billy Starks, 
off the backs of losing to Athena at final battle, I think has been looking even more confident, which sounds crazy, has been looking even better, sharper in the ring, and has improved tenfold in just a month and a half or so. So um, I think this is a good position for her, who's also a contender for that championship, SB3. How Stark's having you feeling uh, at, at this time? I think she's definitely one of the favorites for the women's TV title tournament because she was viewed as the favorite to kind of dethrone Athena before. So you would think that they would want the number one minion to be the first uh, women's TV champion. I like this aggressive side to Billy. She just seems more confident and has a lot more poise in the ring. So I've been liking what I've been seeing from her since final battle. Yep. Excited for you, Billy Starks. Keep cooking. You guys, coming up immediately after SP3 and I talk the rest of this Ring of Honor show, it's going to be Joel and Cresta talking TNA. They look like they're having a tremendous run right now. The matches have been insane. The production looks great. Everything looks good. So definitely stick around for them. We're going to get into a few of these Super Chats before we move forward just to make sure we get them done and read. Uh, Patrick says, now ROH is doing overruns? Yeah, I know. To get a longer overrun than dynamite. Dang. I know, seriously. <laughs> I don't, it's like you got, you can do uh, whatever amount of time you want on this show, but you could have cut 15 minutes off of this minimum. Yeah, you could have cut a match or two or three or four. <laughs> if we would have dropped four, we wouldn't even have known. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, homie Will Chisholm says, got to show. Got to show some love to the brothers. This is how I know I'm old. I show my daughter old ROH. She didn't like it, but she liked this ROH. Forget her. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Will's a real one. He said <laughs> Listen. My ROH. I'm saying it's not, not what I know. Not the, not the history. <laughs> Will's daughter's like, hey, bro, they cooking over here, though. <laughs> She's like, Cole Carter, though. She's like, Straight she's, up. Like, she's like, bump that Nitro McGinnis, Cole I'm Carter. Saying. And then our homie, Meet Norma, says, give Nyla everything. She's a monster and hilarious. They should have never put her with Vicky. I don't. No comment. <laughs> Nyla is back. She's cooking. But, yeah, it's it's one of those situations of, like, the thing they – the reason they never should have put her with Vicky is because – as we can see, she could talk for herself. She doesn't need anyone to talk for. I want her to talk more than I want anybody else to talk. So why would they pair her up with somebody? But and it's like understand. everybody they paired Vicky with didn't need Vicky. Andrade didn't need Vicky. No. Like, like Nyla didn't need Vicky. It's like, no. Damn. But I get it. She was a name. She represented something. Uh, next up, we had ROH favorite. Very recently here, Ethan Page. He is coming for Kyle Fletcher and that Ring of Honor World Television Championship. Um, I think this, I don't know how I feel because it's like he came in wanting the Ring of Honor World Championship and he just, he didn't really get to execute that plan. And with how the Ring of Honor World Championship is in the Triple Crown with Eddie Kingston now, that there's not an emphasis on it at all, honestly. They're no. not telling the story on this show at all. And I feel like, damn, we had a final battle without the Ring of Honor World Championship, and that still hurts me. So it's like, I'm glad that Ethan is switching focus and still trying to be essentially the top guy of Ring of Honor. Just hurts that it's not for the Ring of Honor World Championship, right? I, I hope that they figure out something to give us, like, even if it's an AEW Continental Crown Championship matchup at right. Super Court of Honor. Because if you're having Please. 
he's still having these Ring of Honor pay-per-views without a Ring of Honor World Championship matchup or something to replace that, yeah, it's not going to feel the same. I mean, if Brian Danielson is that super card of like, that's the, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, that's, I mean that's how you bring the fields to anything. That's how final battle we was able to be like, all right, it's all right. We, we can let anything, Brian, pa- uh, Brian Danielson here. All right. I, I'll let this one pass. I think it's, it's an easy way out. And yeah. Tony Khan knows that though. <laughs> he does. I mean, we're seeing right. That's it in Yuji Nagata on Saturday. We know what time it is. It's like, I'm going to get Royal <laughs> Rumble. You, uh, Nagata, do you, you want to come over? You want to come over with Brian? Me? Who do you want to wrestle? Yuji Nagata. Okay, cool. They'll love that. Yeah, we do love that. We can't wait. <laughs> We're sickos. Yes, that's us. Sicko alert. After that was that Lexi Page and uh, Lexi Nair and uh, Don Castle thing. Very dope. Uh, after that, we had Robin Renegade taking on the debuting in-ring Abaddon. Uh, they have been establishing themselves here on the show just by coming out and being like, Abaddon's here to murder all of you guys when it's time. Be ready. Uh, they finally put them in a ring against Robin Renegade. I don't know where Charlotte is. Charlotte injured? Uh, have they it said? It seems like that because we've only been seeing Robin, so I'm gonna assume that Charlotte. Yeah, because the last the last like three or four weeks, Charlotte uh, Robin's been either in like a multi women match or something not with uh, her tag team partner, and I just want to see them. I think that's a tag team that they need to have as a tag team on the show because the Renegades are great and bring back the Hex. Every time I talk about Ring, Ring of Honor tag team. I'm like, yo, why isn't the Hex? We saw him on the show, put him on the show. But uh, they had a fun match. Abaddon is a character that people want to get behind. Every time they're presented on TV, fans are like, we love Abaddon. The crowd's into it. It's like, I don't understand why they only bring them out for the spooky shit. But like, it's a spooky character, but like they could be, it doesn't have to be Halloween for us to see Abaddon. And I'm like that they're establishing them and uh, this division, because I think it's a needed thing. More characters, more stuff like this in the division. And more reps, yes. More I, reps. I want to see Abaddon more often. They are very talented. Uh, they have a unique character that stands out wherever they are. So I like them uh, on the Ring of Honor roster. I like them in the women's TV title tournament as well, because I think they're going to be like the dark horse in the tournament. Definitely, definitely. You guys coming up very soon is Joel and Cresta with the Impact Wrestling Show. We got post show. We got a couple of more matches before you guys get into that. Up next, we had the aforementioned John Cruz. You didn't see him earlier in the show. This is the first time that you've seen him against California's own from Sacramento, California. He cartwheels his way into your heart. Jack Cartwheel. How do you feel about Jack Cartwheel, uh, SB3? I've seen him many times before locally in small independent shows. So to see him get this opportunity in Ring of Honor is great. Got his first victory. We've seen him on Ring of Honor a couple of times. Anytime someone that's like not signed or like establishing like this gets a victory, it's always like, what? What does that mean? What is that? So this kind of felt like that today. So how do you feel about Jack Cartwheel? You know what ring my bell that I was like, oh, he signed a deal. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the There's Sean a Ross victory meme like, well, No, 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 no. You know what I got? You know how I, I said it before the victory. You know how I knew? Uh, he got a video wall. He got, he got, a, got video a whole wall. video. Yeah. He got a whole video wall. New music. Mm. 
I was like, yeah. yeah, he got that per appearance deal. That's why we didn't see the all elite graphic, but definitely got that per appearance deal because he got a video wall and a win back to back. So yeah, like have they done a video wall for someone who's not signed? I, I don't know. I'll be on. I y'all should just be on the lookout for the for the FIFA select extras coming up. John John's gonna do his due diligence. This is SP three. Don't put nobody else yeah, on yeah, the line. Exactly. That's what I said. That's what I said. Sean got to do the due diligence. I'm just I just, I am a tea leaf reader. That's what I do. That's what I do on this. When I do podcasts, I just put the tea leaves together. Oh, this is connected. Oh, okay. Yeah. Two plus two is four. Okay, cool. It's just dots, man. Especially as wrestling fans, that's just how we do it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, really cool stuff. And if Jack Carwell did do that, shout out to Jack Carwell. Yeah. Next up was a very hard-hitting brawl. Uh, Anthony Henry, I think them establishing the workhorsemen in the singles matches, I think is cool. JD Drake, JD Drake had a really fun one with Hangman a couple weeks ago, as we know. Um, on this show, uh, Anthony Henry took on the water drinkingest person in the whole world, young action, uh, hydrated Andretti, who uh, drank a little bit of water during his match. Um, action Andretti has been an interesting journey. They've establishing him with Top Flight. I thought they were going to be a six man, but they got top flight as a tag team mixing it up with private party mixing it up with the young bucks this week so action andretti's here in singles action he gets the victory against anthony henry anthony henry is really good for these short like you give anthony henry eight minutes and you say just go nuts he's great for stuff like that so i thought this was a really fun match action andretti could be established in one of these singles uh divisions too if needed be so nothing too egregious here right yeah, he's one of the guys I could see like in the TV title tournament. I just don't understand why hydration is his gimmick, but that's I don't. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Drinking yeah. a big bottle of water—that's that's that's a, that's his <laughs> that's his gimmick. That's his I gimmick. didn't know that that could be a gimmick, but you know, watching TikTok videos and stuff, kids like that shit. Like, <laughs> this is for the kids. I'm not a kid anymore. If they start sorry. selling Action Andretti water bottles at the show. Dear God, don't give him ideas. What you mean, man? Like everybody's trying to make money here. It's true. It's, it's true. <laughs> Action Andretti hit a split leg and moonsault for the win. That was dope. Uh yeah. then we had a four-way four-corner survival. Rocky Romero, Slim J, Josh Woods, and JD Drake. Just four guys beating the crap out of each other. JD Drake, like I said, he's been uh, in this workhorseman thing. They could be a tag team being established too for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships if needed be, but they got him here and here. Josh Woods, I don't know what the hell they're doing with him. He should be in the pure division. Seems like they established him. They said he was going to beat Shibata, then they just totally forgot about it. Slim J plays a really good role here too. And Rocky Romero is the unsung hero of all professional wrestling. Only good words ever needs to be spoken about him. He got the win here. Well deserved. There's a lot of stuff we would never see or never happen if it wasn't for him so shout out to rocky romero god bless rocky <laughs> romero the real forbidden door the man I'm that saying. opened the door for everything in the u.s for new japan pro wrestling i don't care what anybody says shout out to rocky romero a ring of honor og so i liked him getting the win here and i was very surprised he got the win here because yeah. i was i looked at the four of these guys and i was like well, Josh Woods is the only Josh one that Woods. regularly gets wins, so I guess he wins. But this is a cool opportunity, like you said earlier, to give someone new a win. And it got Rocky a win here, who's always having good matches, whether it's on AEW Rampage, AEW Dynamite, a Collision, or here on Ring of Honor. And this was another good matchup. And like you said, everybody played their, their roles well. 
yeah, these guys are being established for the television title, maybe the pure title. There's so so many things you could kind of do here. Really fun match to kind of do it. And to end the show, we had the uh, pure proving ground match for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. The Kingdom took on Gringo Loco and Gravity. Gravity looks better than I've seen him for most weeks, which is an improvement. But I'm still like, of all the great luchadors you have, I don't know if we should be seeing Gravity. No shade to him. It's just like you got a locker room full of the best in the world. And on the ladder of luchadors, he, you know, he falls pretty low. But Gringo Loco's the base god, one of the best basers, one of the best fires, one of the best everything there is in wrestling right now so to see him here i think is great but the kingdom is here they are angry they are being who i thought they should be a year ago the ring of honor tag team champions they win here with the spiked pile driver and they look good i like the theme i like everything i like that how they pre- presented post this joker angle the rest of them that's another story for another day but i do like what the kingdom are doing <laughs> You, you said it's a story for another day, but that's all I could think of is that, man, it's nice to see the kingdom being booked effectively somewhere in the Undisputed Kingdom because they got a great theme song. The, the T-shirts look good, but I feel like they have been fumbling this whole angle since week one. When you had Cole say he's gonna, uh, Roy Lowe's gonna relinquish the title, hand it over to him. It was like, damn, you done teased the breakup. Oh, you done already one of the members, uh, leaving the group on week one. And he can't even doing? stand up, almost ripped my pants off. I'm like, this guy can't even stand up. Why are you the leader or something, dude? Then week two, week two, they week one, they told us, oh, we're going after all these titles, we're going after all these titles. Week two. They didn't care Orange Cassidy had a match on Dynamite. They didn't nope. care Samoa Joe had come out and all the other challengers who wanted to get a shot at Samoa Joe came out except for Wardlow. Nope. Then then and week terrible. three, then week three, you get Roddy come out and challenge Orange Cassidy. Not for next week, not for two weeks. No, he said, I'm going to make you think about it. That only works if you're the champion, sir. That does not work. And this and this group definitely needs wins championships. What are you doing? No one's buying revolution for Roderick Strong versus Orange Cassidy. It's gonna be a great match, but no one's gonna buy a ticket or a pay-per-view buy for that matchup. And I guarantee you they would be more interested in that damn matchup if Orange Cassidy, the former champion, was going after Roderick Strong. Maybe we would have a damn chance with this group. (laughs) What the hell? I was I was like, oh, after the whole devil storyline got broken down, I was like, oh, here comes the good part. Here comes He's the triggered. good part. Undisputed Kingdom. Here comes the good part. No. No. It's been no nope. What are yeah. we doing? I feel so sorry for Word, though. Like I said last night on the post show, change his name, change his gear, change his look, change everything. Have Wardlow come out on Wednesday and say, stop calling me Wardlow. My name is my real name. That's it. This has been the Ring of Honor post show. SV3, dude, you're so cool for joining me. We're about to bring our friends for the Impact Post Show. This is how you end a Ring of Honor Post Show with one of us ranting. I let SP3 take the reins here. That's how the Undisputed Kingdom gets us, because what are y'all doing? 
another story for another day, though. We appreciate y'all. We're bringing our friends in. Joe Pearl's here. Cresta's here. SP3 had a lot to say on this evening, Your Honor. You okay, <laughs> I don't think I he's wanted, okay, Joe. I wanted this to be good. I wanted <laughs> it to be good. That's I, all. Love, I love how Reg is like, Oh yeah, and, and Wardlow should come out, and he should be like, "This is my real name." His real name is Michael Wardlow, for Christ's sake! Damn, drag her, got her, got her. Do you I even watch the, wrestling, Reg? I need the first name too, Joe. I need the Michael. Okay, it's not enough Don't for have me. Michael on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I take him serious. His name's Michael. <laughs> Mikey Wardlow, come on! Did you just say Mikey Wardlow? Mikey no. Wardlow. Yeah. Mikey Wardlow. Okay, you guys, tell me about Chris Bay and Kevin Knight before I get up out of here. Buddy, I saw this match live and I said, this is good. Mm. Go out of your way. Go out of your way to watch it. It was really fantastic stuff. Kevin Knight looked beefy here. He looked like he was in the gym. He looked like he was putting in work. These two have a chemistry. That match was fantastic. And shout outs to Kevin Knight and Ace Austin for one Kevin Knight coming out by himself and two Ace Austin not cheating. <laughs> hey, you know what the big news is? Mustafa Ali's coming to I've TNA. Been, I've been oh, seeing it. They hit us with the Marvel finish at the end of the night. I love it. Flash, and then they brought Yo. up the you know, promo. Nice. I didn't that see it. I turned off to be here on time. So that's what I get for showing up early. TNA <laughs> on Spike oh, TV. TNA. It's a right here for WWE. Back. We're back, baby. <laughs> We back, we up. And Okada was on TNA tonight. What are you talking about? We was good. We was up tonight. We was up tonight. I'm about to watch that. Uh, You guys, SP3, thanks for joining us. You guys have a great show. Everybody in the chat, y'all are the best. I'm about to go watch this TNA show. Y'all are cool. Have fun. Later, guys. Take care. Good night. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.